rabbits. I have some really ridiculous would you rather, so that might be fun for Let's next do that round. Next. Okay. Welcome back, Intimates. Thanks for your support on Patreon, making this 2021 season possible. This podcast is about all things intimate. Relationships, love, connection, community, consensual non-monogamy, kink, orgies, lovers, and of course, good old-fashioned sex. I talk with old friends and even meet some new ones. I interview people from all walks of life, from recovered addicts to counselors, sex partners to perfect strangers. I'd like to thank my hosts, the Musqueam First Nation, as this podcast is recorded on their unceded ancestral territory, where I was born, where I work, and where I currently live and play. So settle in for an intimate conversation. We're back with Would You Rather. Our panel today is Melody Ann with erotic education with Melody Ann and Ms. Sarah Blaze, a woman of many identities from mom to conference organizer to dominatrix. Would You Rather is a party game where we ask the other players to choose between two highly desirable or two highly undesirable outcomes, and sometimes just between two really different outcomes or silly outcomes, just to get to know each other better. Today, we'll ask if we'd rather face a robot or zombie apocalypse, eat a beloved pet or get eaten by said pet, and lots more. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Infant Interactions. It is a special session today with erotic educator Melody Ann and Ms. Sarah Blaze, where we're going to be playing a Would You Rather. So three sex educators are going to be playing Would You Rather. So this, you know, content warning. I think you probably know what to expect if you're a longtime listener of the show, but uh, it's going to get interesting. And uh, some of these are going to be really weird. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, anything you two want to promote? Um, West Coast Bound 2023 for Miss Sarah Blaze. If you're in Vancouver, awesome King convention. I will be there. Um, and Melody Ann is pro- right is promoting uh, her new website. My new website, eroticeducator.com. Perfect. Awesome. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay. Um, so would you rather? Hmm. Which will I go with here? Throw up dream sex or shit yourself dream sex? <laughs> Without question, throw up during sex. Like, if someone's yeah. stuffing something down my throat, especially, then there's like precedence for it. It might happen anyway. Yeah. But like shitting yourself during sex, it's like, if you don't have a really good reason to do so, like you're literally doing. <laughs> but it's actually happened to me, so I don't know that. Yeah, like, same. I mean, because both happen, sometimes but... the orgasms are so strong that you, it's like it's like yeah. it's like childbirth. Like when you have when you have a yeah. baby. You don't really have a lot of control over That's the whole true. system. And so sometimes... You just stare down, especially with G-spot orgasms. Yeah, sometimes yeah. that shit just slides out. Like, there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Yep, that's fair. So, yeah, just put down lots of towels and have wet wipes nearby. But then on the other hand, I really like it when people when people are sucking my cock and gag and vomit. Um, like, we've had an experience right. where he, like, spit it out beside... Uh, and then kept going. Kept going. It's yeah, like, that's really hot. I mean, so, I mean it itself isn't hot, but, like, being like, ah, what the hell, I'll continue... Yeah. And I but if I had to pick, I'd probably go with the vomit. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I've had both of those situations, and yeah, the poop is definitely more of a mood killer. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's definitely something that can happen. I definitely <clears throat> don't want to throw shade on it. It's important to normalize it, especially for women who because... you know, had given birth, um, or for women who are fortunate enough to have world like cataclysmically destroying orgasms that are big enough to make them shit themselves. Quite frankly... Or... If, if a woman told with... me that she couldn't not shit herself because she had orgasms that were too earth shatteringly good with me, I'd be like, yeah, we should get out the towel. Like at that <laughs> point, it. it's more of a compliment. 
And, it's... and also as someone who has inflammatory bowel disease yep. and also, you know, folks who have IBS and, yep. you know, similar bowel conditions, like shit happens. And, exactly. you know, you just have to be prepared for it and not let it completely, you know, ruin your night. And your because best. it's one of the, and your bed. Yes, that's. It. I saw a tweet once, and it's like it's not it's not like uh, my assholes where I store my dignity. So when like when shit happens during sex, because especially with butt sex, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, people do oh, yeah. um, enemas and stuff like that, but it's right. there's it's not always a guarantee that you're not going to have anything, and so it's sure. just it's just part of the game. There's just 100 shit up there. It's it's excusable. And also enemas are. It's especially excusable with enemas because, like, the literal purpose is originally, like, get shit out of your asshole. Like, you're literally doing the yeah. thing that is supposed to make you shit anything that's there. But, uh, like, really, really deep anal sex can, I mean, you don't definitely. always get all the way up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have definitely, um, I have definitely bumped into traffic while doing uh, <laughs> butt sex. It is a thing that can happen. And and I'm not trying to flatter myself or suggest I have an unusually large penis. I don't. It's just a thing that can happen. It's very rare, but it has happened to me on like maybe two or three occasions out of like two or three hundred Hundreds. sessions probably. Yeah. So like one percent of the time you might run into traffic and there might be like, I don't know, some a like, traffic accident, some like new, <laughs> some like New York turd being like, hey, I'm sliding here. Right. <laughs> Apologies to my friends from New York. I know you're going to be like you, eye rolling. We do love you, New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But let's be honest. If a turd were going to be angry about a traffic accident, I would expect it to be New York angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I that's good that, reason yeah. to be there. <laughs> I'm the interloper. <laughs> oh, goodness. <Okay. laughs> good question. Anne. That was really next? good. That was a really good. Would you rather? Victor, you can go next. I don't have any of these preps, so I'm going to have okay. to be thinking of my theme for okay. this. And you around. can also skip as well. Oh, mine's going to seem so... Your I, turn. Let me see here. Would you rather experience a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse? Mm. Ooh. Well, zombie, I think there would be more literature to draw from for, you know, to put together a plan. Whereas robot apocalypse is less common in the media, so there'd be less to go on. Yeah, and it depends on whether you're doing like, like Cybermen, Doctor Who style robot apocalypse, or if you're doing like, I robot sentient AI hmm. style apocalypse. Because if okay, it's gonna I guess be like, there is there is a lot to go from. I'm just not that enough of a sci-fi nerd. But. It's just because I'm a huge sci-fi nerd. Um, <laughs> okay, but fair. In terms of, I would probably also go with zombie apocalypse, but for different reasons. I oh, like... I remember the reasons. What are the reasons? Do you still have a zombie fetish, Victor? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Solid. I I'm... think I know I want the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Um, that wasn't what was going through my head. Um, it's the, um, But now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, there is, there is something about that. I think zombies in a lot of ways are used as like... A deus, a deus ex machina to treat people like objects. So mm. when people are having, like, when they want to live out violent, murderous fantasies, they, they uh. feel like they're ethically in the clear when it comes to zombies. And when they want to live out, like, consensual non-consent fantasies, they feel like they're mm. ethically clear with zombies. Um, so it's it's kind of an interesting, it's an mm. interesting, like, cultural paradigm for, like, how we want to treat each other but don't feel like we're allowed to. 
but like with zombies, anything goes. Well, basically, because most people in most um, canon, they're not seen as like human beings anymore. Right. Um, but with... I mean... Sorry, go ahead. I, I think I'd go with the zombie apocalypse, but not because of all those reasons, just because they're probably easier to kill. Yeah. But that's just mine. <laughs> yeah, the one I, mean, I was... That was a whole esoteric conversation I wasn't expecting. That's fair. I was definitely... Yeah, most of mine were sex related. <laughs> I'm really glad because I found boring ones online and I didn't really think of any like good sex ones, but I will have to start Let's well, see what else you got, Melody, on. Yeah. Okay. Um... <sighs> Okay, I think I'll go to this one because it kind of ties into zombies, but not really. Would you rather cook and eat a dead pet or have your pet eat your dead body? Second one. Oh. I don't know how this popped into my head. Probably eat my dead body. Yeah, I think so too. I wouldn't want to cook and eat my pet. That just feels so sad to me. For sure. I mean, if if you're already dead, it's going to be a lot less traumatic to you if it was a then chicken or a rabbit or a cow maybe i changed my I ass mean, if it's yeah. livestock but that's not a pet yeah but like if you have a pet pig or something no I however if pig. you're if you're a you know pork farmer then if sure. the pet is an animal i already eat that's an interesting one yeah. yes huh let's just keep a pet trout or something and you know fry it up <laughs> eventually <laughs> your pet lobster is so tasty yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Would you rather give up air conditioning for the rest of your life or heating for the rest of your life? Heating. Air, air conditioning. Because I've never, um, well, actually, save for um, a couple of years when I lived with a partner, I've never lived with an air conditioner and I've always lived, um, actually, no. That's not true. But yeah, I for the majority of my life I've lived without air conditioning and I tend to run cold as a human, so I've I've done more or less just fine. Um heat domes notwithstanding. Yeah, I tend to run Yeah, I think if I answered the wrong way, I couldn't live without the heat. I could live without air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how I feel as well. We are all Canadians for those listening from hotter places. <laughs> Although those three mild... days last year, I really, yeah. really wished we had air conditioning. Yeah, yeah heat... that was what I referred to as the heat dome when temps got about, I guess it would be 40 Celsius, 100 Fahrenheit-ish. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was gross. nice then. Yeah. Yeah, no, it got, it's it's even more than 100. It was closer to like 104, yeah. I think. Let me, mm-hmm. let me see if I can figure out without, yeah, 104 exactly. 40 Celsius is 104 Fahrenheit. Okay. Yeah, so it yeah, was clearing, was it was clearing 104 Fahrenheit in Canada, which is like, what? And like not even in the hot part of Canada, right? The yeah, it was the really mild hot. part of Canada. Yeah, you know that the uh, you know that the climate is fucked when that happens. When Canada's like, we wish we had air conditioners up here. It's like good luck, California. We salute you. You had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome the desert and green turf lawns. The so desert... San Francisco will still be freezing in the summer. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that's just what it does yes it'll be like desert inland if you get inland more than like a kilometer well let's say <laughs> let's say a mile for americans listening as soon as you get past a mile inland all desert but uh everything else all fog and freezing cold that is my that is my um, nostradamus style prediction of the future <laughs> san francisco of the year 3000 <laughs> <sighs> up to you ann oh uh, unless, unless you want Sarah to jump in with any. one. Sarah. Oh, I, I do have one, actually. Oh, yes, would, you rather, okay. 
would you rather wear a, um, a thong or full bum underwear for the rest of your like if you had to choose oh full bum underwear like full bum less wedgie <laughs> I mean I've had few comfy thongs but I think full bum underwear can be really cute and flattering and I usually wear them anyway so and not, not too hard a decision. A lot of the time, if you're wearing new full bum underwear, as much as mm. it will produce like panty lines and whatnot, they can yeah. still be cute. You just have yeah. to totally adjust what you're wearing, like over top of them. But or also if you get really expensive brands like Hanky Panky and Casabella lace ones, like it's almost as invisible underneath as a thong. So oh. panty yeah. lines aren't even a concern. Good to know. I, as a non, as an only sometimes somewhat femme person, I don't usually worry about that. I just like, yeah, I can, I can wear boxers as lingerie, which is really a low bar. <laughs> Someone should make us try harder. <laughs> try yes. harder. Try harder. <laughs> Would you rather, oh, never do BDSM again or never have sex again, be it vaginal oral or anal oh, it's gonna be never do bdsm oh, again for me just because anal yeah. is is like my you know like sex my anti-drug you know Your like anal yeah. is like my thing i i think i'd have to give up sex same i mean i think for me because bdsm is so like tied no pun intended to like my community that giving it up no matter how much i love you know non-kinky vanilla sex it would be like giving up a huge part of my social life as well yeah it would be really weird well it says and never... also i can orgasm from bdsm so you know sex would be a big loss but you know i can still get my rocks off it's true yeah, exactly. it's true <laughs> yep that's an awful decision i know <laughs> Would you rather swim through a swimming pool of Nutella or a swimming pool of maple syrup? Maple syrup. Yeah. It's... Nutella, easier to wash off. Nutella's nasty. Meh. Not bad. <laughs> I didn't think this well, would get such a divisive response out of people, but I'm glad that I asked it. <laughs> because I originally thought maple syrup would be the better way to go. And then I was thinking of it getting in my eyes and like, you might oh. actually drown in maple syrup. Both of them would cause a nasty yeast infection. That's true. Oh. So much sugar. That's Ooh. true. It's a lot of sugar. I mean, presumably there's a shower waiting for you on the other end yeah. of the pool. And presumably there's goggles and like, but you would, could you actually swim through Nutella? Like it's I'm pretty not thick. sure. It's so thick you could kind of like crawl through it. But what if it was so yeah. deep? It would be like quicksand. Oh my God. Quick Nutella. <laughs> Nutella quick. Nutella quick. That's right. So, the that unholy merger. <laughs> yeah, not good. Was it my turn? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, no, mine was the BDSM versus sex. If Sarah's got one, yeah. No, I don't have any more, so go ahead. Okay. Um, do you rather have sex with Trump or have sex with Vladimir Putin? Ugh. Putin. Then you could assassinate him and take you know, World War Three. I am pretty famous for the butt sex, so both of those people need to be fucked up the ass. Yeah, that's true, fair. True. That's fair. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I could take one for the team. Go either way. Okay, but if you were going to have butt sex with Trump or Putin, but the one that you gave it to up the ass was going to enjoy it, which would you pick? Uh, 
The one that didn't enjoy it. <laughs> but like, what if they both enjoyed it and they both enjoyed it equally? Then Trump. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, probably Putin for me, but I would also go. With I Putin. feel it. I, I I would I would have some rage sex. I mean, I mean uh, whether or not he enjoys his name it is put in. It's <laughs> pretty put good. In. Like I, call, I, I feel like Putin is much more of a genuinely uh, evil kind of person, and that maybe yeah. that's just because of how the media has presented him to me. Because obviously, I don't know him. Um, but with Trump, he's just such a narcissist. There's just so much mm-hmm. I really can't stand. Whereas Putin just has done some really horrific things. But he's like a, a as far as I can tell, sane, rational person that you could hold a conversation right. with before you like smashed each other. <laughs> I wouldn't give him the opportunity to talk. Uh, fair enough. Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Would be not about him. It'd be about me. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think I'd be able to consider it without the thought of assassination popping into my head. Also fair. Just you know, prevent future nuclear catastrophes. So that's true. Seduce them with my submissiveness, and then you know, once I have them vulnerable in an orgasm state, get out the. (laughs) So that they die happy. Maybe one of them's in robotic asphyxiation, and then we could just finish the job. So I'm hearing face fucking so to death is your new plan. About murder. <laughs> awesome. Face <laughs> fucking gone. to death is your new plan. Understood. <laughs> Putin was expecting an assassin, but little did he know it would come in the form of a piece of pink silicon <laughs> lodged so far down his throat it was never again to emerge. Yeah, like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. It needs to be pink or or rainbow, one of the two. My mine's sort rainbow. Of, so it's fine. Rain, yeah, rainbow. Yeah, rainbow. Yeah, that'd be a good. Either way, yeah. very fitting. And now that we're done talking about um, assassinating <laughs> international world leaders, polit- world leaders. <laughs> um, would you rather vomit this is accidentally? Fantasy, not real plans. <laughs> right. Yes, fantasy, not real plans. Yeah. Thank you for checking in on us, Cesis. We do. We do love you. Keeping us safe. Continue to do so. <laughs> We are good governments at this ends. Um, would you rather accidentally vomit on your celebrity crush or have your celebrity crush vomit on you while they're walking through a crowd and you're trying to get their autograph? Vomit on me? Then I'd save the vomit and sell it for a killing on eBay. <laughs> oh, you're so smart. Brilliant. Yes, I agree. Brilliant. Anne. I mean, I didn't think about the selling part, but I would rather be have them be embarrassed than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, agree. I don't like being embarrassed same although i guess being vomited on is embarrassing I mean, too yes yeah, so. mm-hmm. but the but story then I could, like make sure they were okay and like comfort them and kind of bond with them that way that's true good call still awkward in any case yeah if, like yeah. if lady gaga threw up on me i would definitely try and squeegee it off into like a water bottle and later sell lady gag definitely <laughs> But why was Lady Gaga gagging on you in the first place? Well, I mean... She's Gaga for him. Aww. Aww. That was too clever, sorry. (laughs) And I probably got your pronouns wrong. Uh, wrong Technically you did, but I I take no offense in this case. Um, Yeah, and, and I'm still kind of in that place where, like, as long as people are making an effort, it doesn't bother me. And I know you have nothing but good intentions and you're absolutely making an effort, and I really appreciate that, so... If only people at work could get my pronouns right, I'd be really happy. 
good. There's like two people that have got it and everyone else just is like no idea. So my standards are uh they've been reset since the kink community to like vanilla standards. Yep. We had this one conversation at work because we were talking about that show Billions. Have you seen that one on um oh, I haven't. on haven't. Crave? And it has an openly uh an open character openly um gender neutral character that cool. uses they their pronouns. Awesome. And it's the first, I guess, the first show ever in North America to do this. Hmm. And what, somebody at my office was like, it's just, I don't understand. It's such a waste of time. I don't know why. They're just making a spectacle. Blah, blah, blah. I, and I just oh, could not sense. help myself. And I got into an yeah. argument with this person. I was like, because I think it's really cool to have representation. And he's like, well, it's not necessary. Like, it actually is. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. These people exist. It's not just like something thrown in a show to make it interesting or hip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great show, though. You'd probably enjoy it. Yeah, I'll I have think to I take signed a up look. for Crave for like a month, watched the Britney Spears documentary, and then unsubscribed. <laughs> well, they also have all the new Trek. So they have like Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Lower Decks is hilarious if you were a fan of TNG. It's the sit. It's the animated sitcom version of TNG, basically. Oh right, I they think have I Picard saw too, right? Show Picard is on That's there. Correct. I think they have Picard as well. Yeah, and technically oh, they Potter also have. Sorry, say again. All the Harry Potter movies, and if you're into that, the ones written mm, by Hermione sadly Granger. Sadly, not anymore. <laughs> I'm into the ones written by Hermione Granger. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, they also have like Star Trek Prodigy and like some other weird ones that like are either or new worlds, like ones that aren't out yet or are like aimed at like a young adult audience. So I'm probably going to eventually check those out just because I'm that sci-fi nerd, but I don't expect I'm going to enjoy them. But yes, let shot. us let, let me not turn this into a various Star Trek's review podcast. Moving hastily <laughs> on. <laughs> Would you rather have a breast in the middle of your face or a penis? Both good options. <sighs> a penis. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think fair it would depend enough. on the size. Oh, that's true. I think but I would, best I would... you could put like a bandage over the nipple and just pretend it was a tumor, but oh, that would, would also be pretty uncomfortable. Put... I would celebrate the penis on my face. Okay. Yeah, I feel like if I had a breast on my face like... and I like had to run, I'd have to modify a sports bra to like <laughs> slick back my forehead boot. Or you wore a dock strap on your head. That's right. Yeah, well, actually for either. But. Whereas if it were a dick, I would just like hope it were like Gonzo the Muppet style and my nose were just like a big dick. And then it would just like flop about meat spin style while I ran. And I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. It would be great for like unicorn themed parties. Definitely. The You're dick? assuming it's on your forehead I mean, though. Like what if it was on your chin? Hmm. I could get into that. Yeah, then I'd wear a really big COVID mask all the time. There you go. Honestly, or if- I mean, I not mean, me, but somebody can grow beard. I'm probably going to wear this for the rest of my yeah. life anyway. So. it. Definitely. Although, beard. if your beard grew like pubes because you had a dick on your chin, <laughs> I feel like I would still shave. What I would You're say right. yeah. is... I'll... And as long as it didn't come with balls. Oh, yeah. Oh, I assumed it would have come with balls. So you'd have, like, chin scene. balls. You could just have, like, a John Travolta chin. Looks like yeah. balls. That's right. It's oh, like... Yeah. And then as you get older, the jowls just become a scrotum and you just have like. (laughs) Yes. But just think of how good you'd be at giving oral sex to people who liked receiving like insertion. You just have this free Mm -hmm. dick on your chin and you'd be right there for whatever genitals 
You want to yeah, go like to town? Yeah, like the would, would be next level. Yeah. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. But it would also be fun having it on top of your head or forehead so someone could ride you like a unicorn. Oh, definitely. I guess I, I feel like this should be a Dr. Zeus book. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the rhymes coming. Like, I just, I feel like it happened. I feel like Do there's a like very good reason. Chin? Do you like it going in? <laughs> exactly. I feel like there's a very good reason why Dr. Seuss chose not to expose children to this. <laughs> do, you, do you like balls on your chin? <laughs> I mean, it, it can happen if you're good enough at deep throating. Oh, balls on my chin. That's true. That's true. Maybe that author who wrote that um, beaver book, maybe she could take it on. You've heard about the Dirty Beaver books? Dirty Beaver books, right? Or whatever it's called. I have not, but that sounds pretty amazing. I'll I'll find it and send you a link. But essentially she writes, the the beaver is talking about, you know, beavers. But but it's not talking about sex, but could be talking about sex. Right. Yes. You know, it sounds familiar. I probably saw a post about it years ago, perhaps. But yeah, send it to me and refresh my memory. I'll send you a link later. Sounds good. Sounds good. Was that mine or was that yours? That was mine. Okay. Breast or penis face. Right. Breast or penis face. Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or wear the same underwear for a week? Ugh. Hmm. I think I would go with the same underwear for a week and then just shower more frequently. Could I wear panty liners? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I'd probably have to go with socks because girls make, yeah, no, no. mm -mm. It's not a dry environment. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, well, I'd wear panty liners or um, probably switch them inside out halfway through the week. And and halfway through the week, I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, you know, it has to be one half and the other to keep things even perfect (laughs) it's like literally you're allowed to wear panty liners but only for half of your underwear at a time so you have to cut the panty liners in half and like stick them so that you're always like only half comfortable (laughs) so gross (laughs) (laughs) i think i read an online post somewhere maybe in some confessions forum okay that someone thought they were supposed to stick a panty liner adhesive side up to their vulva oh Oh, no yeah so yeah yeah nobody wins in that scenario Mm. but like what resilient i guess but but like what 14 year old boy taught her how to put a panty liner on is what i want to (laughs) know (laughs) <laughs> probably a very poor sex ed class with no demos and by demos i don't mean the erotic education kind but the but know, like putting a panty put on liner a on panties and putting it on like a, a melon of some sort <laughs> a me- like so the panties would go on a melon like it was a torso no like i don't know like a like an oblong shaped melon like it's part of a pelvis okay so you'd, you'd get like extra small panties and then you would get a yeah. pa- panty liners. You would demo putting them on the panties and then you and would then slide the panties onto like the cantaloupe or honeydew and be like, or watermelon, even better. That's bigger, big enough for like 
then you don't have to get extra small. You can get like regular sized ones and like normalize yeah. having a watermelon sized <laughs> pelvis. Pelvis. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, you know to like there's the banana on the you know amab side and the and the yep. watermelon. That's right. The amab. And then we wonder why they're confused. Yeah. <laughs> it's because we won't just show them pictures of genitals. What you're talking about watermelons and cantaloupes. Like their first periods and put a pad on their underwear and then put it on a watermelon and walk to school and wonder why they're leaking. (laughs) Amazing. I appreciate that. Clarity is good in terms of sex ed. Definitely. Um, Do you want to do a would you rather in? And then I have to go turn a timer off on the stove. So I'll be here for the question. And then I'll answer it. And then I'm going to bail and come right back. Would you rather make out with your worst enemy or make out with a family member? Um, I, I guess I have to go with my worst enemy because the other one's just. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to go with worst enemy or... too. I'm, I'm not even sure I can like narrow down a worst enemy. Maybe my like grade seven bully but what the hell (laughs) unless it's like an eighth cousin that i've never met in which wouldn't really count as family member so i got to meet up (laughs) i got to meet up with one of my childhood bullies who is actually having like a pretty interesting go of things and uh yeah she actually offered like was was sort of hinting at and interested in sleeping with me and i wasn't (laughs) into that and it was really interesting because, like, I could have been into it, but also I was just like, I don't feel like it. And it was just a really interesting situation. Fascinating. Who would have thought that my childhood bully would want to sleep with me? That's kind of liberating. I mean, saying no to that, just like. I guess, yes. Yeah, and no. It's, it's not that she was unattractive. She's an attractive woman. Yeah. I just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just felt kind of weird for some reason. Absolutely. Okay. So koala or panda? Would you rather hang out with a koala or hang out with a panda? I'll be right back. Oh, um, well, I just watched Turning Red last week. And so I think I lean toward good? panda right now. It was great. It's on my list. So I just haven't got a chance to. I would probably do panda too. I think they're cuter. And they yeah. Just... The way they walk around and they just roll and they, yeah, (laughs) and they have a good time and they like bamboo. (laughs) Eat bamboo shoots together. Yeah, I think we both agreed on panda, Victor. Both on panda. I feel like pandas have the ability to potentially be violent. They are. Yeah. Whereas like koalas, I feel like would be hard pressed to injure me. They're like pretty slow moving. I mean, they eat like eucalyptus. It's like good luck surviving as a species for another hundred years, koalas. You picked eucalyptus, mm-hmm. um, just the lowest energy. Like the the only other species that eats something that low energy, I think, if you're not counting like bacteria, mm-hmm. has got to be pandas. Because like both of them have picked yeah. like grasses, like bamboo. And I don't know if eucalyptus is a grass, but like they're both just such low energy yield foods, mm. but they're both adorable. True. They are adorable. Presumably sloths as well. What do sloths eat? Hmm. But they have really long nails, sloths. Like really long claws, don't they? Like, yeah. Seriously, mm. they can catch you. 
<laughs> Sloths eat leaves, twigs, and buds. They eat twigs. That just reminds me of beavers. You know, beavers that actually eat of... wood. Yeah. Like yeah. bark specifically. Hmm. Reminds me of eat shoots and leaves. Yep. I don't remember what animal that joke was originally from. Could have been pandas or koalas. But I doubt it. Anywho, <laughs> would we like to continue Would You Rather? Oh, Would You Rather continue Would You Rather? Or Would You Rather switch to I Have At Least Twice? I think we should wrap the session and okay. end Would You Rather? And then we can come back to Twice Have I Ever um, okay. on the next one. Thank you both so much for being on such a special session. (laughs) You're welcome. Bye. So how did you like it, Intimates? Discuss your ideas with the community at facebook.com forward slash Intimate Victor or tweet me at Intimate Victor or follow my Instagram, you guessed it, at Intimate Victor. If you can spare the cost of coffee to help the show keep going, head to patreon.com slash Victor Salmon. We hugely appreciate your help to continue making intimate conversations for you and yours. If not, you can always help other intimacy nerds find the podcast by leaving us a review anywhere online, especially iTunes. Or you can just tell a friend. The opening music is on hold for you, made of algorithmically generated notes and chords, and played by an AI-rendered saxophonist. The closing music is Gymnopédie, number one, by Eric Satie, both are provided royalty-free, courtesy of Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Thanks so much for your time, and may your most important relationships be filled with the intimate, rich interactions you crave. Be well. <laughs>